Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tell us, but we don't show prep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. I, I, just, I just barely make it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell. But you know, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's a six red cane show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the hard ride stadium, ball 14 for the orange or green, we see the six red champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad, the six red cane show, the six red cane show, Six rings can show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Kind of moving along because. I mean, look, this is going to be one of the biggest games of the season, of course, right off the bat. Week yeah. two, you've got, you know, Texas A&M coming in after last year's, you know, you know, last year's was kind of upsetting. It was really annoying because I feel like that could have been, you know, a game that could could have changed a couple of things. But, uh, you know, we dominated most of, the t- most of the game at the line of scrimmage, running the football really well. We just could not get in the end zone and find the red, you know, from inside the 20, we just could not score any touchdowns. So um, at the end of the day, you know, it, it was it was a tough loss to to, to, to swallow, but uh, here we are again, one year one year after, and and let's get it going again. This is a different, as you mentioned, Blues, a different Texas A and M team. Eleven new starters, a new quarterback um, starter, and Connor Wigman. Um, of course, they've got some you know some new guys on the defensive side of the football with a lot of transfers, and um, and they lost some guys. Devin, uh, you know, yeah. Devin Chain obviously is with the Dolphins now. Uh, you know, but they've got Evan Stewart coming back. They've got, um, you know, Connor Weeman, who's a solid quarterback. Yeah, he's not bad. And, and that defense lost a lot of guys, but it still has some guys in the trenches. Shamar Stewart, obviously the local kid, it will be here. And Amari um, Daniels led and, them in rushing, too. Amari Daniels is their starting line. Yeah, starting yeah but they actually didn't run the ball very well at all. No. So they struggled to run the ball last week. Last week. So, <clears throat> so I kind of want to get your take on this game. This is a game where, you know, they, they come in. Texas A&M is a seven and a half point favorite so far. 
Uh, I think that that line is going to move a little bit. But to be quite honest with you, this is a game that Miami can win and and really make some noise in college football right off the bat. Go into potentially go into that Clemson game five and zero or six and zero, whatever it is. And um, you know this could be a Miami Hurricane football team that kind of gets things turned around uh, with a really big win against the Texas A&M uh, Texas A&M team in the SEC and kind of get them back for last week. Let's before we get your take, Vish. I kind of want to get your take uh, first because you did get to see them play a little bit. Um, Noble Demon Tim says, has a five dollar dono. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, I can address this too since you know this one's a little bit more personal for me. I think that the rest of the panel. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I said that a little bit, right? I said that this game, that game last year kind of turned things, you know, didn't around per se, but in a negative way for the Canes. Yeah, no, I mean, if you go back to that game last year, there was, it looked like, and keep in mind, remember, A&M came in already having lost to App State. So there was this, there was already kind of like, uh, we kind of knew they weren't that good, but. We did, but they were supposed to be talented, and we kind of physically dominated that game and lost anyway. So, in a way, it, it was a bad loss, but like one that you come out of there kind of encouraged, and then, um, then, um, then you know, the season, the bottom fell out the next week against MTSU. Um, I'll, I'll address address this as well. Um, so one, they they struggled to run the ball. Two, their defense did not look that great, given that New Mexico is terrible, and they, they had some success moving the ball much more than, for example, Miami of Ohio did, did against us. Third thing, uh, A&M struggled to, to, to run the ball. Fourth thing, their, their, one, their one receiver had three touchdown catches, was a beast. But if you look at those plays, and again, this is where it's going to challenge our DBs, a lot of 50-50 balls he was going up and grabbing over Less athletic. He's 6'6". Six, six. Uh, I think Noel Thomas is his name. Um, and so he was just – they were playing yeah. jump ball, and he was elevating over undersized New Mexico DBs. One time they had him locked up one-on-one with the safety, um, and he was just beating them to the ball and, and just, you know, physically dominating them. It's going to be harder to do that against us. Um, and so I saw a lot there that – I mean, I don't I – don't, I, this question is phrased from the standpoint of there's some kind of a juggernaut. Uh, we're not playing Georgia this week, so I don't, I don't kind of understand the tone of the question. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, they looked imminently beatable. I'm sure they're looking at us playing, say, you know, they're not their offensive line is not going to be able to push us around like that, like that, and and kind of looking at it from the corollary. So, you know, no, I don't think either team is looking at the other team thinking they're unbeatable. So, yeah, let, let's put this into perspective. Also, I understand that you know. They're... Also, I'll say this straight away because he gets slander on here. We have a better quarterback than they do. Right. So, I mean, everyone's like Wegman just because last year their quarterback stunk. But, I mean, I, I'll i take TVD over him. Well, not only that, let's like – yeah, I understand that they went 5-7 and seven last year as well. And they had, uh, you know, they had a better ending to the season than we did, I guess you can say. But still went 5-7, and seven, right? They still struggled last year. There was a lot more turmoil over there as well. With a lot of changes, that <laughs> I mean, they've got. I, I understand everybody thinks that Bobby Petrino apparently is God, but they've got a new offensive coordinator, Bobby Petrino. They've got new, a uh, ton of new transfers as well. So, and the, yeah, they did put a hurting on New Mexico, but New Mexico's they're awful. Said, they're awful. They're who's better, Miami of Ohio or New Mexico? Miami Ohio beat them Miami forty-eight Ohio. to six. 
So <laughs> let's, you know, let's put things into perspective here if we're going to play that game, right? If we're going to play the what led you to believe. Well, this is what leads me to believe that Miami. Yeah, and I think it's the phrase on that. Now, now A&M can do some things again. Like the reason oh, that dude was catching those passes because he's 6'6 and very athletic. He's going to be tough, to, he's gonna be tough to cover. Like, let's be right. real there. But yeah. he wasn't like running past people and getting wide open. We just got to, we got to be physical right. on those receivers. Um, and, and, no, they didn't. They didn't show much else that impressed me, to be honest. So, um, I mean, again, I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, New Mexico, Miami, Ohio didn't do squat on offense pretty much at all. So I don't know where we've concluded we have poor technique. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that. You know. I mean, I again, our fans. I love you guys. You guys are all out of your minds, and I'm not saying that because you. I mean, AM's favored by seven and a half, right? You just said that. So I think it's a pretty healthy line to uh, make some money line money there as well as uh, as well as taking us with this red and doing a little hedging. But uh, just the negativity, Florida State throws a touchdown and we've already lost a game that's two months away. Like, we got to stop this bullshit. Yeah. Like, seriously. Well, I mean, the first text I got yesterday, all right, I'm going to call him out. I'm not going to call his name, but I'm going to call him out. The first text I got yesterday when – when uh when FSU was up uh, by two touchdowns to LSU was so how much are they gonna whoop our ass by in in October November that's the tenth really? game of the season I'm it's like, like dude stop I mean, it like stop it our whole Twitter all of Kane's Twitter was like oh my god I'm like who cares right now it's so far away and it's kind of the same stuff here um where we're playing another team especially this week it's especially kind of look, we got to cut this just assuming we stink stuff. Right. Like, we're playing a team that had the same record we did last year. Why do we assume they're all of a sudden fixed and we're not? It doesn't even make any sense. Is there is our, is their cornerback room, do they have that much more technique apparently than they, ours does? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I mean – I don't, I don't, I don't understand that part because we really didn't see much, right? Yeah, I mean, I, the, Gabbert struggled. He, he, he yeah. just said he's going to show us who the real Miami is, and they showed us it was us. Yeah, so, I don't, good I don't on him. Kudos to him for you know being a man of his word. I don't think they have poor technique. I think that it's a, it's a solid cornerback room. I think there's depth there with with Devontae Brown and Daryl Porter and Jaden Davis and Damari and Jaden Jadeus uh, Richard. I mean. There's a lot of depth there. There's guys that have played SEC football there and and, and Big Ten football there as well. Uh, I'm sorry, Big Twelve football. And so, I mean, I, I think that um, that there's a strong possibility that Miami could really beat Texas A&M. And, and well, there's and, a couple other things to to hear. Um, one is you know we still haven't mentioned Cam Kitchens. <laughs> who is the best safety in the country, and that's because Miami of Ohio basically ran their whole offense to keep everything away from him, right. um, which is one one approach. Um, but is, is, is A&M going to follow that? If not, Cam Kitchens, you know, if, if you do that, you're really limiting your offense. Like, there is a bit bad effect to that. But if you don't, you know, then we have the best playmaker on the field is on our defense. Right. So, I mean, there's a whole other thing. Um, I don't know if I can go this far. When was the last time Bobby Petrino was relevant in college football? I know. Um, And, uh, you know. We need to kind of take a step back and realize that everybody runs that type of offense now. Shannon Dawson is an offensive genius by that measure, right? Again, (laughs) what was was innovative, you know, 15 years ago 
is not innovative anymore. And so, and I'm not saying he's a bad offensive coordinator, but I don't think anyone would call him a call him a genius at this point. Like I, it was the last oh, yeah. refuge of, yeah. of 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 um a failed head coach and Jimbo Fisher right now at A and M. Like they paid him all that money. Remember, they even have like a trophy case where like it's going here. They haven't won anything, and he's been a big disappointment there. Um, and this is another attempt, and maybe this time it'll work. But this is another reboot. So far, he's certainly not lived up to the expectations they've had for him, right. and that's why he brought in someone like Petrino because Jimbo thinks he himself is an offensive genius that should be calling the plays. Well, I mean, let's 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 talk about it. Garrett Riley, offensive yeah. genius, right? You would say offensive genius. Uh, he, I mean. He's winning seven to six against Duke right now. They're struggling on offense. So, I mean, like, this is what, you know, what I think we need to kind of take into perspective is that, you know. Well, we got to win physically, right? I mean, I think I think that's where this game is going to be decided. It's going to be up front. We're talking a lot about, like, the skill players. If we can run the ball, then that is going to be, be something that is very effective to keep them off the field and allow us to play action pass. Van Dyke was eight of eight on play action passes against Miami of Ohio. If we can't run the ball, then we're going to probably look a lot more like last year's offense, frankly, throwing against teams that are expecting the pass. Right. So that's going to be the big thing for us. And they did not run the ball effectively this week, which if we can win up front, pressure the quarterback, you know, then that makes their receivers less effective. Blue, I don't know if you want to get in here. You've yeah, been requested. They want yeah, you. apparently, apparently, uh, you know, if, if Jazz and I do the talking, everyone gets upset. So I'm just listening to you guys. I'm not interrupting. <laughs> no, I know that. That's apparently a problem. So please interrupt. <laughs> uh, no, well, I agree with you. I mean, Miami's got to. You got to add some balance, and you got to definitely uh, run. You know, they're going to run the ball. I think they're going to run the ball. I mean, I think they're going to run the ball against basically everybody. I mean, they got their backs are much too much, you know. I mean, and they're the thing with, I think, you know, they seem like an offense that every week someone might be a good matchup. Like I think that this this week, Allen may be a good matchup because of the fact that his speed to get up. I think this is all about speed, <clears throat> and I think you're going to see all those kids that are faster at those positions that they're going to play more of a role. I mean, Miami of Ohio wasn't a very fast team, so they could do a lot of things. But here your speed increases a million percent because you got some guys that fly to the ball. I was watching. I mean, I'm not judging New Mexico State. I'm just judging on the, you know, just on the way that these guys played. And, you know, but I think that you're going to see the faster guys do it. They're going to try. I mean, from I listen, I trust these coordinators unbelievably. I mean, I watch what they did just in this game here and how their adjustments were made and how they came back the next time. And, but I think that Mario had the governor on. I just don't think he's, I know it sounds stupid when you, when you're coming off a five and seven season, but I think once they thought that that this game was pretty much in control and that they, they could do things with the personnel, they kind of held back on a few things and that wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, you know, if you were in a seven, six game, you couldn't, but they were out in front, and I'm I'm just thinking, you know, that was one of the questions that was asked Mario. He goes, "You guys got all those fast kids that you brought in, and you didn't use a lot of them." And Mario goes, "You know what? Everything there's there's a time for everything." So that's what I'm saying. I think next week is going to be a time to unleash uh, the kid Harrell and, and unleash Ray Ray, and 
and give A.J. Allen more of a chance to get outside because I don't think you're going to be able to run tackle to tackle with a lot of success against A&M because they're big up front and they, they swarm and they got good line. Their front seven's really good. I think Miami's is really good, much improved. Um, but I agree. I think people are making too much of this A&M team. This is not Alabama. This is this isn't this. This is just a this is a team that got a lot of hype for some stupid reason on players that came in without even playing, and they boosted them from a five and seven team all the way into the top twenty five to start the year. They played a crappy team to start the, the year with. So I just think Miami needs to play the ball that they did this week, mistake free. Can't keep you turn the ball over. You're just going to give them an opportunity. But it comes down to special teams. Miami will win this game, and uh, because you got you got a special teams advantage, and I agree, Miami's quarterback play is as good as any advantage, and they don't have a defensive playmaker like Cam Kitchen. So, you know, special teams, offense, and defense, you're already, you know, have something positive. I think. Yeah. I think um, I think uh, you hit it on the head there. I also I also think that you know at, at wide receiver. Look, uh, even you know Coach Dawson mentioned this in his in his uh, press conference today that he, they didn't even they didn't even use half the things that they had on their on their play sheet. Yeah. For for Miami of Ohio, so that just tells you that there's a lot. And, and it's not to say that they hit it; they just didn't use it. They didn't have to use as much, right? So that just tells you that you know the game planning for this week coming uh, leading up until Saturday. Um, you're right, Blue. You're going to see a lot of different things. You're going to see, and not because they hit it, just because they're scheming correctly, right? That's what good yeah. football teams do: is they scheme for the for the team. You prepare differently for every team because there's matchups that favor you or don't favor you in each game, right. and that's that's what I think you're going to see. I mean, right. they felt they had a pretty much an advantage in. 90% of the things offensively and defensively. So they may not have had to go, go into those bag of tricks. Wasn't like you said, wasn't why they were hiding it. It's just that they didn't need it. I mean, if you, you know, if you, you know, if you're racing a car and you don't, you see, you don't need to put that thing in the, you know, another gear, you just do with what you have and then you win and you get out of there. And I think the attitudes are so much different this year. That's the big thing. You come out of here with a W. And I'm telling you, uh, it's all those recruits. They're gonna, you know, that 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 committed for next year are gonna start. Like I told you, I told you, we're back. That's what we need. And it's not a matter of being back. I don't shouldn't have used that. But you look at the, what Deion Sanders did, and I'm not minimizing it. But you give any coach in America 82 new faces. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a chance. Like give somebody four aces and a in a card game and then let's see what happens with that fifth card. I mean, yeah. he had, he had dudes, but he had 80 of them, you know, and nobody does that. Miami has 30, what, nine new faces and everybody's making a big deal out of that. So yeah, I feel comfortable. Like I said, the coaching, what a difference good coaching makes. And I know you don't want to hear it, but FSU's got good coaching yeah. and those guys, you know, those guys coach people up and that's, you know, you look. I looked a little bit at the at the Michigan game. You know, they got good coaches, and that's what happens. And um, yeah, I mean, even Ohio State. I mean, so they didn't win ninety to nothing, but Indiana's not terrible. So, and they got a load of kids. So that's why the game was close. But 
Yeah, I feel good. I feel going in good into this game. I really do. Yeah, I feel pretty confident as well. Uh, we can probably – so – The one thing I would just, just yeah, toss on what, 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 what Blue said is I think a lot of what we did this week was set up as well. We we stuck to the run. There's a lot of play action opportunities off of that. Like we mentioned McCormick. I'd be shocked if we don't throw the ball to him a couple of times at least just – because he's so good blocking. If he's on the field, they're gonna they're gonna key on a running play, especially if Arroyo's back, right, and getting a lot of those yeah. snaps. Um, that's gonna mean that if McCormick's on there, it's almost like a tip that we're gonna run it, which you know will definitely play action off of at times. So there is no reason that Cam McCormick should not be our starting tight end number one and number two should not be in on almost every play. Yeah, let him, yeah. Fish, let him catch the ball to kind of throw them off a little bit. He can catch the ball. Shoot. You know what I mean? He's just right. a hell of a man. hundred. Well, he's, he's like he's like twenty five <laughs> years old, so he's just bigger than everyone else. I was gonna fine. say, just fine. Yeah. Um, Spend fifty years around a place, you better do something. Yeah. So, so, but I think I think that's some of the stuff to <laughs> see. As as, he, as as Blue mentioned as well, some of our speedier receivers we didn't really target down the field. Probably intentionally didn't need to. I mean, we scored a touchdown. What was it like three or four plays into the game, and it was kind of. Yeah. All right, let's start preparing for AM pretty much right after that because they 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 never as long as they could not move the ball at all offensively, there was no threat really from a game standpoint. So then everything becomes about preparing for the next game. That's also why you right. rotate so many running backs in because they all bring a little bit something different to the table, and so you just have all these options that you can that you can throw at AM. So I think they set up well. To, to do action off of what, what they did against Miami of Ohio this week. And and I think what they put down film is also something they could have, um, you know, something that they can now game plan off of to kind of counter what they how they expect A&M to defend what we showed last week. Right. Yeah. And I honestly think it's a little bit different than, I hate to go back to last year, but in terms of last year, you know, there wasn't a ton of balance in terms of the rushing attack and the passing attack like the way Miami has it right now. They have depth at receiver. They have depth at running back. You know, certain certain areas and certain positions, you know, they they weren't strong at last year. I mean, we all saw it. And, you know, this year I think that's a little bit different, and I think that will play a big factor in it as well. And especially the depth at running back, that will make life a little bit easier for Tyler Van Dyke this time around, I think. Let's Let's, let's kind of address this whole, first of all, uh, Jeff, uh, what Jeff said a little bit earlier about no drop balls, no fumbles in wet conditions. I think that was great. Um, uh, they did look good doing that. Um, you know, and then, you know, and then WG kind of mentions a couple of things and not, that he's not impressed with TV, TVD. Here's my question. What do you, what would you have liked to have seen that makes you believe? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I Sometimes, man, it's it's tough. It's tough with, with well, how our fans are because I mean, I'm we talked. Sure. To, we already kind of we did kind of address that earlier. Yeah, I mean, sure he threw five incompletions out of twenty-two passes. So, I mean, I'm, I, not sure, I don't I, I'm not sure what else you guys want from from. And he doesn't need to be the three hundred twenty-yard gunslinger every single game now either. Like he doesn't need to be that balance. Yeah, exactly. He, 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 I mean, he completed seventy-five percent of his passes. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> uh, what else I don't do you want? Yeah, I just I agree with this. You know the the, sure. the fan base has to lighten up with that. You know, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You know, I mean, this is a team. 
you know, that went five and seven last year and had so many problems. So you get a W under the, under the belt and you start dissecting it. I mean, come on. Well, you know well the I mean? other thing is like the season really kind of went off the rails after he got hurt too last year. So, I mean, those, those hundred yard games <laughs> stuff happened because he wasn't in there. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I think got to protect you know, him at all costs. Yeah. And, and I, and I would agree like Emery looked good, but he, he threw yeah, three yeah, passes. He threw yeah, three passes Emory, against, against their like against their backups, and right. their starters weren't he's much. Still got a he still has to develop. Oh yeah, no, I think I think I think he looked. As he good will as he be. Things. He will be a stud right now. He he throw him into an A and M game, and the kid will like. He won't do very well. He's just well, more than likely he's going to freeze up a little bit, and that's speed just, of the game. Well, speed of the game. That's right. That, and he mentioned it in the uh, uh, DBJ actually interviewed him after the game and said how how much faster was it then practice or high school he goes wow it was so fast i almost had a hard time catching up to it and that tells you everything and that's miami of ohio against their twos so again perspective people like you know yeah that's another thing Uh, apparently uh dvd has a prosthetic uh limb a prosthetic finger now as well so uh he did really good with it okay so i saw that i saw that press conference quote where confirmed it wasn't a prosthetic figure i thought it was like a typo or something like Dude, man. We, someone actually asked if he had like a. People are so ridiculous, man. They're so ridiculous. Yes, they amputated last week. You know, just. Why are you guys it. the ones asking the questions? I mean, I feel like you guys would be able to come up with better stuff. Work was slow for a lot of people, huh? I mean, geez. Well, it was it was off today. This is what happens if you got the press conference on Labor Day, man. I'm um, um, but yeah, I know. I mean, there, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of. I didn't see anything that looked any different than the same quarterback we saw saw the last two years to be honest um because even even like when when uh, lashley was the coordinator it wasn't a hundred <laughs> it wasn't completing 50 for 50 it was it was a lot of you know chunk plays and we we had some but not a lot because we were, we were running the ball there if you handed off and gained 30 yards on first time it's not that much room to then throw for 80 yards on that drive it's just yeah. not gonna happen right you're already at midfield um so i i, I think i think I would say just overall, out of that game, we saw what we wanted to see and needed to see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, man. I don't know what else to tell you, brother. I I, I don't know. Anyways, um, I mean, I don't even. I don't. I don't think we should address any of this. To be honest, I think it's it's. it's I it's, agree. I'm it's, reading the chat. I wouldn't even like, dignify any of that. Okay, um, let's let's move forward. Some people just can't be happy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what. Happens. Well, I think I think Blue touched on this earlier. Blue, I don't know if you want to elaborate because I know you said you're really pleased with the coaching and you talked a little bit about yeah. some of what Gidry and Dawson. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I love the new coordinator. How can you not? Gidry's such a beast. I mean, we when we talked to him during the, uh, you know, when they had seven on seven for the high schools, and we were there, and a buddy of mine and I talked to talked to him inside for like forty minutes. I mean, he wouldn't leave, and he we were just picking his brain and very intelligent dude. I mean, you know, he's younger in the fact that 
he shouldn't be knowing the guys and the, the players that he does from back in the seventies and the eighties, but he kept referring to guys like that. So that's somebody that does their research and watches film. And I like that, you know, I mean, and uh, he, he's just, yeah, I'm really, I gotta say, I mean, you know, not taking any shots at our post, uh, guys that ran the defense, but this, this is completely night and day. Now you got a student of the game that knows everything about it and can take each individual player and make them better. We haven't had a coordinator like that for a long, maybe Randy, you know, as a coordinator, not as a head coach, but as a coordinator, Randy knew his stuff. So I think it's been a while since Miami's had a coordinator like this uh, on either side. I mean, you can't tell me that, I mean, Lashley was really good. I'm not going to take any shots at him. He was really good, but he just didn't have the personnel to run what he ran. Uh, but I think, you know, with Dawson, he, he improvises. You know, he takes – he's got this and he's got that, and I think he does with what he has. I mean, personally, I do. Yeah, I think that's um, – again, you're going to see just a lot more. You're going to see them kind of – uh, you know, mix things up and, and show them. And I think Gidry's going to show them some things that they, you know, that they uh, that they may not be prepared for. And, and Dawson the same way. Look, it's going to be well. One of the other things, and just just to, just to kind of talk around this too, in, in terms of Dawson, like we look, this is a Mario Cristobal team. We know what we what we're getting. We want to run the football, right? That's what we want to do to win games. So as much as like, yes, they did back like like. Miami Ohio did play bad to prevent us from throwing downfield, and sure, it starts pouring. You're not really going to force it, but so I. But plan A, but plan A is going to be to run the ball anyway. And I will say, while everyone is talking up Florida State, the big halftime adjustment they made yesterday was to put two running backs to put in a fullback right. and run the ball down LSU's throughout the second half. Like that yeah. was their big halftime adjustment. Is they went to a two back set. And started just running downhill with the lead blocker, which was like turn of the century shit. And that's what they went with. And they have two really good receivers. Right. And, yeah, but that, that they turned the game. They started physically because LSU around. dominated the first yeah. half yep. and kept blowing it and left FSU in the game. The second half, the big adjustment Jimbo Fisher made was we're going to run the ball down this team's throat and we're going to put two backs in the backfield and push them back because they were losing up front to that point. They were able to, to beat them on the boundary with their – like you said, they have actually three stud receivers. Two of them really showed out in that game. So, like, they could get open, but he's like, we're still getting physically dominant. They put in a fullback. Well, it was one of their tailbacks because he has a fullback nowadays. But they had two two tailbacks. Oh, and kinda, like and, in, yeah. yeah, and then they and they used a lead blocker, and and I said, Jimbo, damn it. Gary. Gary's always on that. I you didn't want to say anything. If I had but... my spicy nuggets today, this wouldn't have happened. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, I'll, so I'll that was – but that Outblades was the something, guys. Outblades just picked off Cade Clubbeck. Well, there you go. Uh, but that 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 was um. I mean, that was the big adjustment he made. And I think a lot of football still flag. comes down to if you can run the ball, it it makes the game easy for your whole offense. And coaches still lean on that. And if we can run the ball, that is going to be the offense. That's always going to be Plan A with Mario. Yep, I agree. What do you got, DJ? I was going to say we finally have the personnel to, you know, run a sustained rushing attack while also giving different looks at the running back position. And uh, Vish, as a, Vish, as a watcher of Big Ten football, I appreciated the fullback reference in the game, and I was paying attention to it throughout last night. So 
I'm glad to see the fullback still has some relevance in the in the uh, football universe, even if it is just for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, did you do prize picks yet? No. <laughs> nope. We did not. Yet. I haven't done it yet. Should we do prize picks before we get out of here? You know what? Yeah. I just wanted to yeah. remind you, just in Thank case. Thank you, Blue. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, let's let's uh, talk about price picks really quick here. Um, it's real simple. Man. You just got to go to pricepicks.com when you log in and you sign up. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E, and they will match your initial deposit up to $100. It's real simple. Choose anywhere between two to five players. Choose the over-under on their individual categories. They've got multiple individual categories you can check out. <clears throat> you can um, – uh, choose, like I said, the over/under on those individual categories and win some money. It's real simple. Go to PricePicks.com. You can mix and match players from different leagues, different teams. You can go from the NFL to the NBA, Major League Baseball, college football, Formula One, whatever you want. You've got a lot of options to choose from there. Make sure you go check them out. It's uh, PricePicks.com. Uh, sign up, put the code five F I V E, and they will match your deposit up to hundred dollars. Check them out. PricePicks.com. Let's see. Uh, look, we got an AM fan uh, in the house, Josh Ostachewski. Ostachewski. Nope, never mind. Josh. Joshua. Uh, and, uh, don't worry. Don't worry, Josh. Uh, Jazz's mom can't say my name. It's just Vish. Vish. V I S H. So don't take offense. An AM fan here. I think this is going to be a close game, but higher scoring game than last year. It will be an amazing battle between. Y'all's run game and our yeah. team. Good assessment. Good assessment. Yeah. That's a good definitely. assessment. And I definitely do think it is going to be higher scoring. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year. So, well, just, overall, that weekend did not did not go well for me from the, from the food poisoning to the uh, – That's right. I forgot you got food poisoning last year. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, am I going to die in this town? Because, like, I was born here and I do not want to die here. Oh, man. <laughs> and Je- Jeff, you bring uh, – man, you're, you're like the third person that tells me that this weekend. This weekend, Fletcher doesn't look like a freshman. He's as good as advertised. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and we're all big fans of Mark Fletcher. I think that he has an opportunity to be, as as Blue said, three and done here. He's a real Yeah, oh, he's a big yeah, time. Yeah, it was pretty telling that. I mean, again, I think A.J. Allen's a little bit of a different type of back, so he's going to have his package. Fletcher got in there before Cheney, which which says something. And, again, don't rule out what Henry Parrish does. He's constantly. Oh, yeah, he's kind of, yeah. He's a really he's a big game back, back and he he's a guy you're going to have to rely on a little bit more. And Absolutely. the reason why he didn't bust out against A&M last year is the line play sucked. Yeah. And, and they still ran they the ball They stacked well. the box, too. And they still ran the ball pretty well. So, I mean, that, that's yeah. kind of everything you need to know. I think it's going to be it's going to be a hard-fought game. I don't think that we're going to go in there and beat them by 40 points. You know what I mean? No. It's not this is not against Miami. Or Ohio. vice versa. We yeah. didn't beat Miami, Ohio by 40. So exactly. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's happening this week. But I think it's going to be a really good game. I think that uh, we match up well against them this year. Uh, and it, this is a little bit of a different team. And Blue, I think you see it. Uh, Vichy, I think you see it as well um, from being Yeah, there. definitely. But, uh, I want to. Since you came the closest last week, you got to go first on the prediction. On the I will prediction. say one other thing before we do that. It is. It's a three thirty kick. I stepped outside at like four o'clock today. I melted. Man, how do you guys live down here? Because I've been here like a few days now, and it is. It's, it's like, like it's it like was pretty standing, cool today. Compared, it's like standing in front of an oven with the <laughs> oven on and the door open. Yeah. Except you're just. Hey, Vish, we were at eighty four, which is like a cold front. I know. <laughs> and, and, 
I mean, it is. It unlike is unlike uh, DJ, who hasn't turned I was gonna the goddamn say, fan on. I was going to say, oh. stop your wine at 84 at Cold Front. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Hey, Boo-hoo. This is unbearable. I mean, that's going to so be a thing so here, especially if this is a close game, with which which I think we all think it'll be rel- at least relatively close in the second half. That. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a sauna out there. We'll see how the the, the players react to that. It's but I gotta start. I gotta start with the. With yeah, the we go for it. You you are the floor is yours, Mister Santana. I thought about this a little bit earlier today, and I'm gonna say that this is gonna be again a little bit high scoring, but not too much more high scoring. I'm gonna. I think Miami still pulls it off. I, I'm gonna go uh, kind of an odd score, 27-25 Miami. I like that. How do you get to 25 points? All yeah, right, so that is – that is. let's see. What is the math there? So is we talking like a missed extra point or something? You got to hit – maybe a missed extra point, then you got to hit a few field goals. So 24 would be three touchdowns there, and a know. field goal, so it's one off of that. You want me to be, you want me to be easier? No, I mean, you can pick whatever you want. I'm just curious. Maybe there's a – well, I was, I, I was trying to backwards – Kind of reverse engineer it is. Are they going to be going for two at the end to tie it? Is that how you land? That there? could be it. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> sure. Whatever sure. You want. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, all, right. 25. Yeah. all right, uh Blue, you go next. Yeah. 27-27 last drive. Borgalis hits a field goal. Miami Whoa. wins 30 I like it. There you go. 30-27. I like it. 30-27. Like DJ, we'll, we'll say fish for last this time. 27-17, Miami. Everybody's wow, got 10-pointer, huh? Hmm? Wow, 10-point game. Okay. 10-pointer. Like this ain't BC they're playing now. Oh. Come on now. <laughs> oh, BC's awful. If, you, if, if we don't beat BC, we got bigger fish to fry. BC yeah. is terrible. What do you got, uh, Vish? Yeah, yeah. shout-out to BC and, and uh, their their loss at home to, to NIU, followed by, <laughs> I'm assuming at some point, in the near, in, in a few months, Blake James making a coaching hire. Good good luck to all of you. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Um, it's going to be probably Golden or Manny, and either way, it's going to end poorly for you guys. I, I apologize. You shouldn't have hired Blake James, but this is this is going to end very poorly for that entire program. But anyway, back to this game. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I have us winning 34-23. Um, I think yeah. a late touchdown to kind of put it, put it away. I think it'll be nip and tuck one of those high stress, you know, one play away from the other team in front the whole time. But yeah. I think we'll, we'll, we'll punch one in at the end to kind of put the game out of 11, reach. 11 point advantage vision to put us in the top 20. <laughs> I think if we win, we'll definitely be top 25 because A&M's ranked and, and several of the teams that were ranked at Jazz. And I did a little research on this. <laughs> Looking through like, hey, Baylor was getting votes. So I think, I think, you know, we're going to, and Florida was getting a bunch of votes too, so I think. I think you know, we would have been on game day if it wasn't for Texas Alabama. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. so they just don't like coming to Miami. So, but isn't that really night know. time? Right, that's a night. Time. That's a night game. Yeah, that's a night game. Yes, yeah. so ours is uh, is a three thirty, nice and sweltering. Yes, it is. <laughs> Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Um, all right, fellas. Well, I'm. Yeah, I don't know where. Uh, I mean, look, man, we're in Miami. We do the hard stuff, so. Yeah, I guess that's where uh, this is going to be. Amazing. I was on Flowmax's uh, pregame for a second, and the, somebody somebody had him on in the parking lot, and I was walking in. And he said, hey, look who I found. I said, damn. <laughs> you guys don't – man, they can find me anywhere. <laughs> 
All right, we'll end with maybe this. Maybe we can make it end with a question from Jeff. It's a long, long time, long time friend of the program. No, it's not a make or break game. No. Yeah, too many big no. games coming up. No, but and I would, I would say now is a maybe a national breaker, break make or break national. Game. I actually, actually, I mean, I hate to say this, it's a big game. Obviously, it's personal for me. This game is a very little consequence overall for the season because right. after this, we're going to play Bethune Temple and get a bye. We're either going to be. You know, three and one or four and zero. Oh. Then we get Georgia Tech at home, who doesn't look good either. And then all of a sudden, we have all these hard games. Right. Like this one is not going to have a lingering effect. The hard game either. stretch is going to. Well, the hard. Well, four out of five games are at North Carolina, Clemson, at North Carolina State, at Florida, at Florida State with Virginia at home in the wedge in the middle of that. Like that's going to be the make or break stretch. This is. Yep. You know, if we go into that stretch five and zero oh or four and one, it's not going to make that. NC State's got a one with Notre Dame. We'll see how they are. We'll see how both teams are. Yeah, but just go. We know going in and it's going to be quite difficult. So I, I think just yeah, there's there's that five game stretch in the middle of the season that's really the make or break stretch, and this is so Good far stuff. before that. You staying down for this or what? Of course, I'm not missing this. Yeah, he will be here. Will yeah, be I here. traveled to, to College Station we'll, last year. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get together early for this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I ain't asking you the question I asked you last week because you. No, no, I, I, you're not. I know. That's right. You do. You know what? I'd much rather watch the game with you guys anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, this look this this Saturday. You will get a little bit of action from the, the Six Rings game crew over at Hard Rock uh, Stadium. You will get some something. We'll put together something for you guys, so you guys can have. Uh, we are. Yeah, I'm calling you right Surprise. now. I'm saying it right now. We're Someone gonna, has to produce these things, you know. A little, little tailgate action. Oh, it might be. Uh, we'll figure it out. I can do it off my phone. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, fellas. We will see you guys on uh, Saturday. Let's go. Go, Canes. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rings Kane Show. <laughs> you know. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.